This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. Try the number one recommended web hosting provider. With plans starting at just $3.95 a month, you'll get a free domain, free site builder, easy one-click WordPress installs, and 24-7 support. But what's just as impressive as what you get is what you don't get, as there's no contracts, no hidden fees, and no gimmicks. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Bluehost. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Tomei, and this is episode number 96, entitled The Three-Piece Solo Setup Challenge. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, as always, and I also really appreciate you guys uh, emailing me your questions and comments and your suggestions for the show. Uh, like I said, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to let me know uh, what you do like about the show, uh, and, uh, you know, suggestions, uh, for, uh, what you want to hear more of. Um, so getting into this week, I'm going to be doing another solo episode here. Um, I will, uh, uh, continue to work on getting a more, uh, of the, uh, interview episodes that I know you guys, uh, really do enjoy. Um, but like I said, uh, or hinted to in the previous episode, uh, with it being spring, uh, it's just been extremely busy, uh, coming back from that echo means business, um, launch event, and then getting into the mowing myself and, uh, seeing everybody else, uh, uh, just, um, you know, going gangbusters, uh, uh, with the mowing and the season underway. A lot of you guys putting in some, uh, crazy hours already. Uh, so, you know, I mentioned previously that I knew it would be difficult, uh, going into the spring, uh, and booking, um, some uh, guests for the show, uh, but I'll keep working on it. I've got some other ideas that I can do, um, with as far as interview episodes go, um, and sort of change things up a little bit, still landscaping and lawn care and business related, but, um, you know, maybe, uh, utilizing, uh, uh, some other interviews and things from, uh, uh, some other things I'm working on, um, uh, at least for the spring during the busy, busy season. So I'm uh, constantly working on that and uh, we'll uh, keep you guys posted uh, uh, with uh, the few episodes, but bear with me. Uh, with these episodes uh, that aren't uh, interview based for you guys that really do enjoy those. Uh, so I actually thought um, about doing this episode previously uh, because it's something that I talked about, um, back in July of 2015 and, uh, sort of haven't really, uh, addressed it, uh, or gone back to it. Um, so basically where I got this idea was, uh, for a lot of you guys that know, um, and have listened to the podcast and followed the podcast in July of 2015, I had sort of a traumatic game changing uh, event happen for my lawn care business. And that was 
the equipment and my trailer uh, being all stolen. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, this was a, a pretty traumatic experience for me. I'd never had anything, um, stolen to that effect before, to that extent before, uh, of that value before. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was a, a, like I say, a game changing experience. I had even had, um, thought about after 10 years in business of quitting lawn care altogether because I was just so, um, insulted uh and ticked off that somebody could just come along uh at a whim and just take away uh all of my equipment and my trailer and the means that I had to providing for my family and you know it was just so stressful to have and to think about having my equipment and trailer back outside on the street again and it happening again and one of the themes that came across all the time was people uh, always saying to me that, you know, these guys that stole your equipment will probably be back because, you know, now they know the type of equipment that you're using, but they also know that, you know, you're going to have to replace that stuff and that now it's going to be all brand new. So I was super paranoid about this, uh, you know just worried constantly that uh, these guys would come back. I had so many sleepless nights over the first uh, few months and, and still to this day, there's nights where uh, I'm pretty restless about it. Thinking about the trailer out, uh, you know, in the uh, uh, front yard, uh, basically on the driveway. Um, and uh, so when this initially happened and, uh, you know, all this equipment got stolen, you know, being with the podcast, the podcast was pretty new itself. It was only, uh, a few months old, I believe at the time that the, uh, trailer had gotten stolen. And I thought, okay, well, let me try to turn this negative, uh, into a positive. Let's try to get something positive out of this. Um, so, you know, knowing or thinking that uh, from everybody telling me that, you know, the equipment uh, that these thieves would probably be back um, and uh, not wanting to replace all the equipment at once. I had to go through a long uh, process of documenting everything that was stolen, providing all the serial numbers and uh, original sales receipts and all that to the insurance company. So once I had all of that done, um, you know, the insurance company did pay me out completely for all of the equipment minus, uh, you know, the deductible. I decided to take all that money and put it into a separate bank account. And I just called it sort of like an insurance, uh, uh, insurance claim account or something. And I figured what I'm going to do is I'm going to challenge myself to not replace everything at once but only replace what I absolutely need tomorrow to get back to work. Basically, what is it that I absolutely need that I could get away with using on a hundred percent of my clients, even though maybe I only used these particular pieces on, uh, say 80% of the clients and used other pieces on the other, but what could I absolutely just replace and get away with using on a hundred percent of my clients. So what I came up with was using or just replacing, uh, the 21 inch mower, getting a trimmer 
and getting a blower. And I said, I am going to challenge myself, basically put myself in the shoes of somebody just starting out, somebody thinking about starting a lawn care business and you're seeing all these guys on YouTube, you're seeing these fancy enclosed trailers and all these zero turns and stand on mowers and all this sort of stuff. And thinking, you know, I want to get away from the nine to five. I want to get away from my shift work. I want to start my own lawn care business, but I don't have the money to invest in all that stuff. So I said, I'm going to prove that you can do this with just the basic equipment. Uh, So like I said, I started to think about the equipment that I had that was stolen and what I would replace and what I wouldn't replace. So... For me, I was using for mowers, a 21-inch mower, and I was using a 42-inch riding tractor. Now, the tractor, uh, I've mentioned before in previous episodes, I've gone through, I actually started with a John Deere tractor, a Home Depot special, and went to, after only a few months, to a zero-turn, a Gravely zero-turn mower, And the reason was, was, uh, the John Deere tractor at the time was not bagging properly. And it wasn't because of the machine. It was because of user error of me not knowing, um, not having enough information and thinking that it was the mower. So I ended up swapping out that John Deere tractor and getting a gravely zero turn using that for a few months and having the exact same issue and thinking, okay, well, maybe I didn't spend enough. Maybe I need to go even, you know, better. And seeing the walker mowers around, I decided to take this huge leap and spend a whole bunch of money, you know, uh, what I could buy a small car, a brand new small car with, and buy this walker mower. And it was a fantastic mower, and I used it for four seasons, but quickly found out that it was also very, very heavy for my particular little area where I live, where we get tons and tons of rain for most of the year. And there's a lot of clay in the soil. The water just doesn't drain and ground, the ground is always soft. And the walker, as fantastic as, as it was in the summer, the rest of the time it would leave ruts and ridges and it would occasionally be bad enough that it would actually get stuck and sink and then cause a huge like mess like we're literally talking uh, turning a lawn into a big mud hole uh, trying to get this heavy machine out Uh, so after the walker i actually realized that the original mower i had the john deere tractor for weight wise was actually perfect for me and after doing some research i found out that it wasn't the tractor's fault that it wasn't bagging properly it was the fact that I didn't have enough information. I have, was uh, using the blades that came with the tractor. They're like the three-in-one mulching side discharge bagging blades, the generic sort of blades that come with it. And those, you know, just didn't have enough lift to push the grass up the blower tube into the bagger. Now, this is partly, I would say, you know, John Deere's fault because they sell you a bagger kit without the bagger blades and you know you can i guess uh, technically use the three-in-ones that come with it but only under you know the best conditions 
Once I realized that you could actually get separate mulching blades uh, with a mulch uh, um, plug that went underneath the actual deck and reshaped the deck into separate chambers um, or switching out and putting high lift blades on the deck, I never had issues with that John Deere LA-125. It was fantastic. It vacuumed, bagged like nobody's business, and it was lightweight to boot. Um, so I ended up using that tractor before it got stolen. I ended up the walker for four years. I've was using, it was a 2010 when I bought the second John Deere tractor that I had and it got stolen, um, in 2015. So five seasons, five years, uh, that I used that tractor, uh, effortlessly and flawlessly, uh, before it got stolen. Uh, but I decided though, still with the tractor, I was still only maybe doing 20% of my properties that I needed a larger mower with 80%. I was doing with a 21 and I thought, well, if I can only have one more, it's going to have to be the 21 because I can do a hundred percent of my properties with the 21 inch mower, but I can't do a hundred percent of my properties if I just have the tractor. So, with the Honda HRC 21 inch mower that got stolen, it was actually my second mower, my second 21 inch mower. My first 21 inch mower was a, also a Honda HRC uh, 216 that was 10 years old. And I replaced it only because the deck was getting so rusty from all the rain that we uh, have here and always mowing wet grass. Uh, I was starting to do welds and patches and things on the deck. The mower and transmission uh, were uh, perfect on it, but the deck was getting cosmetically not the prettiest. So I ended up deciding to replace that and I used the new one for a year uh, before it got stolen. So immediately after the trailer got stolen and I had to get back to work on the Monday following the Saturday that the stuff got stolen, I pulled out my original Honda HRC that I had in the garage that was I just ha was holding on to as a backup and thought, okay, this is going to have to get me through from July until the end of the year uh, so that at the start of next season, I can buy another new one um, when the dealer has their demo day uh, where they have a, a big sale and it's a few hundred dollars off the, the regular price. So I had my mower covered, but I needed now a trimmer and a blower. So the trimmer I decided to replace with the exact same trimmer that had gotten stolen, and that was the Still KM110, the split boom combi system. And I thought, you know, this is the most versatile, uh, you know, type of trimmer that you can get, the split boom style. Whether it's the Still combis or the Echo Pass systems, this is absolutely what I would recommend as a solo startup because you can get that trimmer attachment for it, but you can also get the sidewalk edger attachment for it. You could get a tiller attachment for it. You can get a hedge trimmer attachment for it and have the versatility of all these tools in one machine without the expense of having to buy all these separate machines and just buying the attachments that you need. So I ended up buying the KM110 with the trimmer attachment. Then came the blowers. Now I had two blowers on my trailer that got stolen and one was the still handheld uh, SH-56C and the other was the BR-500. And this was the big backpack blower, but it was the quiet version of the backpack blower. Now both of these got stolen. So I started to think, you know, 
I use both of these. I use the backpack blower day to day, but I also use the a handheld blower as a vacuum mulcher. Uh, in the fall, I would blow the leaves with a backpack blower into piles, and then I would mulch them up with the handheld blower and then put them into uh, bins uh, for the city uh, to take away, the city greenways bins. So I thought, if, there, if I can only have one, I'm going to go with the handheld blower for uh, three reasons. The first being the price. I can get the handheld blower for one third of the cost of the backpack blower. And especially while I'm waiting for insurance to pay me out for this equipment and I need this stuff like tomorrow for continuing my thing. And I'm going to be putting this uh, out of pocket expense. Um, so I'm going to start off with the 56C because I can use it as a handheld blower, blow off all my grass and stuff. And then, um, you know, uh, still come fall, if I haven't replaced the blower, the backpack blower yet, I can still, you know, use this to blow leaves and convert it into a vacuum mulcher and do everything I need with it. Um, the other um, uh, reason I decided to uh, go with that one, like I say, is just the versatility. Obviously, I can switch between the two types of blowers, between a mulcher and a handheld blower, much like the uh, combi system type of tools, right? Where you're getting more versatility out of one tool versus uh, just having a dedicated uh, other type of tool. Um, so I decided to go with that. Now, the third reason was actually a reason I had thought about previous to the stuff getting stolen. And that was the, um, just the lightweightness of the uh, handheld blower. Now, my trailer is a custom built trailer. It's all steel. And it's got this one side door where the tools go into. Um, and I have to lower that door all the way down. And it's really quite heavy to unload the mower, the trimmer and the backpack blower with the backpack blower. I would be, you know, lowering the door down, taking the blower out, putting it on the ground, lifting the door back up, closing it up, going to blow, coming back, opening the door all the way down, putting the blower back in. And my thinking was that with a handheld blower, I would actually be able to just open the door slightly so that it was maybe a foot or two open at the top and be able to reach in with the other hand while still holding the door and pull out the handheld blower. It wasn't as physically big and awkward as a backpack blower that you need two hands to pull it out with. Um, and then uh, likewise, after blowing with it, I'd be able to just go back, open the door a little bit and put the blower back in with one hand, close the door. And I wouldn't, I'd be saving the fatigue on myself of lowering that heavy door and closing it a few times each house. So I decided to go with the 56C. So how did it all go? How has it all been over this, the course, uh, you know, from July of uh, 2015, from when the stuff got stolen to now, um, April, 2017. Uh, how has it all been? Well, I'll get into that right after I play the podcast announcements. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract. You can feel free to copy and use in your own business. 
few Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and one free audiobook of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during the trial period, you get to keep your free audiobook. It's a great way to try the service and see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. So as I mentioned uh, before the uh, podcast announcements, I had been using those three uh, standard pieces of equipment exclusively uh, since uh, July of 2015. Uh, so how's it gone? Well, quite frankly, fantastically. Um, for that period of time, basically uh, the length of this podcast, uh, and I mean all of the episodes, uh, with the exception of maybe the first few months, uh, so during all this time, all these, uh, episodes were on episode 96, uh, here. Um, you know, all this time that you guys have been listening week after week after week, I have been using just those three, uh, pieces of equipment to run my lawn care business. Um, so what have I learned from uh, using those, uh, uh, pieces of equipment? Well, if you consider the fact that something like the Honda HRC 216, uh, my initial one was 10 years old. Um, and, uh, it had a, you know, I think it cost me, uh, $1,299, uh, and the, uh, uh, handheld, uh, blower, and the trimmer, when I uh, replaced those from insurance, I think they were right around the $800 mark. Um, so you're looking at an initial investment of about $2,000. Now, considering the fact that you could make quite easily, at a minimum, $30,000 a year uh, with these three pieces of equipment, um, I think that's a great return on investment, especially when you think of the fact that, um, those uh, pieces of equipment don't need to be replaced every year. So it's not a, a $2,000 investment each and every year. It's a one-time investment of $2,000. Uh, and you know, uh, being a solo, uh, business owner, you're going to take a lot better, um, uh, care of your equipment than say, uh, if you were, uh, had employees. Um, so being the one that actually earned and saved the money and bought that equipment, uh, gives you a big advantage because you're, you're more, um, naturally, uh, going to be more careful with it, uh, and take care of it and do the maintenance on it. Uh, and that's just going to make those pieces of equipment last, uh, longer and longer as is proof in the uh, 10 plus years that I was getting out of those pieces of equipment. <clears throat> so when you think about that, it's important to remember that, you know, when you're in this day and age, looking at YouTube videos and watching all these guys online uh, doing their thing. And they've got these fancy enclosed trailers and they've got these uh, mowers that are five, six, seven, even eight thousand dollars. I think walkers now here in Canada are hitting the $19,000 mark. And you think about that and you think about all of the, um, you know, the amount of uh, debt that that puts you in uh, 
uh, and the amount of lawns and work it would take to pay off those pieces uh, and those types of machines. Um, it's clear to see that, you know, you can make a lot of money uh, using those basic pieces uh, when you're just getting started. Will other pieces of equipment uh, benefit you and benefit your business? Of course. Um, but you can expand to those as you're going uh, forth. I think it's important to remember here uh, that what's important is just getting started. Um, like I said, it's easy for you guys to get uh, lost in the fact that you see these guys and what they use and thinking that that's the only way that it can be done, that you need to have that expensive equipment uh, to go into business for yourself. Um, but uh, like I say, with a small investment of about $2,000, getting those three initial uh, pieces of equipment, and, and I would strongly suggest, like I mentioned, getting equipment and thinking about equipment that is versatile, whether it's the still um, combi systems with the different attachments or the echo pass system similarly, uh, with the different attachments, um, and being able to maximize, um, your initial investment dollars in your business and getting that, uh, equipment that is much more versatile for you. Um, so what did I learn, uh, besides it being, um, really, uh, profitable, um, <clears throat> I learned that in a lot of cases that it's also more efficient to use. Uh, for example, the handheld blower. Um, I actually now prefer uh, using a handheld blower for my day-to-day -day mowing versus a backpack blower. Just because, again, in my particular situation uh, with my trailer, the way it's set up with a side big, it's a custom-built trailer. It's got a side ramp door that the equipment goes into. It's quite heavy. And with a backpack blower, I have to lower that door, pull the backpack blower out, put it on the ground, bend all the way back down, pick up the heavy door, close it, go do my blowing, come back, repeat the whole process again. And I found with a handheld blower that I can open the door just slightly, uh, about a foot or two, and still hold the door with one hand and put the blower in or take the blower out with the other hand, thus saving my back um, <clears throat> from bending over completely and the time it takes to completely open the door, put the blower down, close the door and all that. And then even uh, as far as starting the blower with the backpack blower being on the ground, having to put your foot on one, pulling the cord with a, with a handheld blower. Once that door is closed, I grab the blower, I start walking. And as I'm walking, I can pull the the uh, pull cord to get it started. So it actually saves me a considerable amount of time using uh, a handheld blower. So why now uh, for ending the challenge? Well, as most of you guys uh, probably know that follow me um, and listen to last week's episode and the episodes uh, before that, if you follow me on Instagram and you see the photos, um, you know, last week uh, and the week before I was, uh, you know, part of the Echo Means Business launch and uh, a now a UAG member for Echo. And what this means is that they will be sending me equipment from time to time for me to uh, review and uh, try out. And, um, so this, uh, uh, puts a end to the challenge basically, because I want to be able to use this equipment that they send me and be able to test it out and review it properly. Uh, so that is why I'm putting a end to the challenge. And also because of running my business, uh, specifically for the past year, um, and proving that it can be done using those three pieces of equipment exclusively, um, 
you know, that uh, it gives you guys all hope in uh, running your own uh, lawn care businesses with those three pieces of equipment. So that's it for this week. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.